Thank you for checking out this episode of Raised on the Radio from the CEP Network. If you like what you hear, do us a favor and hit that subscribe button on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts and give us that five-star rating. Maybe even leave a review to let others know what you think of the show. And while you're at it, give us a like and a share on the socials and tell all your friends about the variety that you get right here on the CEP Network. The CEP Network has a promo code for one of the best nutrition and supplement companies in the business for you to use. Whether you're looking for a custom oatmeal, a multivitamin, a fantastic tasting protein that you can order by the pound, or simply looking for a company you know you can trust to send you the best quality products available, True Nutrition has you covered. Just go to truenutrition.com, look at all the great products, place your order, and when you go to make your payment, type in CEPN in the promo code box for 5% off of your entire order. It is that easy. If you've been following us around on the social medias, you know that we have teamed up with Bijack out of St. Louis for all of our CEP network merchandise for all of the shows. Bijack has raised the bar on comfort and convenience. Go to bijack.com CEP and take a look at the hoodies, tees, mugs, and koozies for Raised on the Radio and the rest of the CEP network and get some gear. You will be glad you did. In this episode, Patrick and I chat about St. Louis concert venues, bands that sell well in St. Louis, Stephen A. Smith's latest controversy, and much, much more. If you would like to get a hold of Patrick Blair or myself, you can reach out on the social medias. You can reach us on the Raised on the Radios, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter pages, and believe it or not, you can even find us on TikTok now. As always, if you have any questions, concerns, comments, or topics you would like to get our thoughts on, don't hesitate to reach out. And now, let's get into this episode. Well, hello there. Thank you for checking out this episode of Raised on the Radio. I am one half of the show. I am Colt Brocato, my good friend Patrick Blair in Zoomland as usual. How are you this morning, sir? Feeling good. Feeling good. Feeling good. Feeling. Is that a lie? You kind of feel good. No, I feel good. Okay. All right. But you could. I'm feel, a, you could I'm feel a professional good. now. Oh, okay. Sure, you are. I am. <laughs> so. uh Go on about your energy drink now. Let's 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 plug yet another business that The Rock is involved with, as if he doesn't have enough money. But go ahead. What are you drinking? Uh, this is called ZOA. Uh, it's a. Is that what it's actually called, or do you not know how to say it? You just buy shit blindly. Okay, if it, it says ZOA, would you call it ZOA? I don't know. I think it's just called. I would ZOA. do my research before I buy a product. Oh no, I don't do that at all, ever. I'm a responsible consumer. I don't. I don't. I you, just. However, I, just, I just buy it, and then if I don't like it, I don't do it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. my life. Uh-huh. That's a good way to do things. Um, so you said something that is troubling to me. Oh, that's. I asked you. Oh I asked you. Does it have sugar? You said no, but it's got all the good stuff. <laughs> I want to know right it's now. Like what is vi- the good stuff? It's in like vitamins. Like it's a healthier version of an oh, energy okay. drink. Is what I mean. They all have vitamins. I understand this. <laughs> I get, uh, if I'm at the grocery store, the one by our house that I go to mm-hmm. regularly, uh, they have Zion's uh, energy drinks. Uh-huh. And the only, I, I, and again, I don't care about what's in them. They have a fruit punch flavored though. It seriously tastes like wine punch. And that's why I buy it. Really? Yeah, it's, it's no sugar. That's also why I buy it. But yeah, they have a, a fruit punch flavor and it, it's it's bubbly Hawaiian punch. It is so good. <laughs> Takes you back to childhood. I don't know if it does anything for me energy. I don't know if it does anything, but it's it just tastes good. Yeah. So whenever I'm there, I always grab one. It doesn't matter what time of the day. Uh, probably has something to do with my sleep troubles. Anyway. Probably. Are you? Well, I mean, you can drink coffee like all times of the day, right? You're one of those guys. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's different. It's different for me like during the summer. Like, so I'll start my day with coffee, maybe early, you know, late morning, but like once like the afternoon hits and it's like, it's fucking humid and gross where, because, because of where we live, mm-hmm. coffee just doesn't sound that great. An iced coffee, fine, but I don't make iced coffee at home. Uh, but yeah, I mean, typically, yeah. I mean, if it were any other season, yeah, I would drink coffee all day. Gotcha. Especially if I'm like traveling for work or something. Uh, I've yeah, 4 p.m. Like that that last part of the day. I'm like, yeah, give me just give me a quick cup. You know, the worst time to drink coffee if you need sleep. Tell me. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. Like 4 p.m. That's a terrible time to drink caffeine. I'm impervious to caffeine, dude. It does nothing for it. I don't like I'm drinking this now because it's my ritual to have coffee in the morning. And also you got slightly ha- hung over and a little bit you got tired, hammered I don't last think it's night. doing. <laughs> no, 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 I didn't. <laughs> okay. Your eyes were a little glossy when I left. I'm just saying. Just well, I mean, that, out there. that was because of more than just booze, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> then we'll say hammered in more than one way. How about that? Why do you look so confused? I don't, I'm not confused at all. I understand. I'm not saying I did crank, dude. I'm just <laughs> saying it was because of more than booze. <laughs> okay. Anyways, so where I did see you Jesus. last night was at the Red Flag in St. Louis, which is a new concert venue. What was your thoughts on that place being the first time you've been there? Uh, it's beautiful, man. It's cool. It's a cool place. Uh, I don't want to. So here's the thing. I don't want to say anything. I don't want to give it any critique. Yeah. I, I like it. I, I think it. it's very cool. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to say anything negative because it was my first time and because it's we're coming out of the pandemic and I know they need to have shows and people need to get back to work and people need to, it's really cool. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Um, I, I just, I, I think I, it's going to be a really cool place for like, uh, you know, mid-level touring bands um, to come through. I think it's, if I, if I were, if I were touring right now and I showed up to like, if I booked St. Louis, not knowing what the venue was and I pulled up to that place mm-hmm. and I walked in, I'd be like, Oh fuck. Okay. Yeah. I, that would, that would be, and I'm sure other people would be like, that's not the reaction I have when I walk into a venue. But for me, you're always skeptical. Yeah. You don't know, you know, but this, you know, I haven't toured regularly in so long. Like I, I I'm sure now most places try to look like red flag looks. And I'm not saying it's like cookie cutter, but I'm saying like clean, everything looks up like modern. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I come from a time where you, you fucking played in a, in a toilet, essentially. <laughs> uh, but you still like that though, right? <laughs> love it. You don't need, love you it. don't need the upgraded, like all fancy Stuff you just need bush and a bucket no, in the no, back no. in the back room and a dingy stage to play on, with sixteen people to play to. Yeah, here, here here's what I need. <laughs> here's what I need. I need beer, and can I hear myself on stage? That's it. Yeah, that's it. I don't care about anything else. Not everybody else will, but that's why I'm a selfish prick singer. So, <laughs> but um, yeah, man, that place is cool. I I I. I the, the example I gave, I guess I was talking to someone. And I don't remember who it was. Like I gave an example of like a band that would benefit from playing a place like that. And I used the band POD. Couldn't you see POD playing there? Well, I don't. Okay. I kept making the comparison last night to pops. 
um, just in like the way it's set up and stuff. And I don't know to a musician. I don't, I, I don't know if that's an insult or if that's a compliment necessarily to me. Uh, I say it's I a compliment because that pops is a band like where POD and stuff like that benefits. I think from doing, I mean, freaking Corey Taylor just came through pops like the and So that comparison to me is a compliment. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's a compliment or an insult. I just think it's a different thing. Gotcha. Uh, but I use POD because they often do play pop. So somewhere new to play mm-hmm. perhaps would bring maybe more people or a different group of people because it's not pops. Yeah. And for those listening that don't know what we're talking about, pops is on the East side of the Mississippi river. Mm-hmm. Um, not in the best part of any part of earth it, yeah, it, it, in the parking lot um, of a strip club, <laughs> two strip clubs, two strip clubs. Yeah. <laughs> but where we grew up going to shows True. so uh so whether red flag replaces that i don't know i just that was the quick example that came to my brain but and i wish i could remember who i was talking to and i wish i could remember the band example they gave me of like who could come through there but it made more sense than pod because they were like a younger band um but yeah man cool place i, I i'm, I'm glad I, I got see, to go yeah i see like maybe alien ant farm coming through and playing red flag See, that kind of fits into the same example I gave. Yeah, I, I, I think it's more like, God, what the fuck did they say? Oh, Islander, the band Islander. Do you know who that is? I don't. You need to know who that is. Okay. Uh, I could see them and like bands like them if there was a tour package coming through, something like that. Uh, what about, you know what? What about uh, the, so that band, you actually turned me on to them, Architects? How big are they? Like as far as like, are they bigger compared? than a red flag? They are okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. They're 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 a pageant band. If oh, they wow. come here, okay, they probably won't come here because no one likes playing here. But yeah, you know, do you think that's going to change? Because we, I mean, we ha- we're opening up some freaking awesome venues and stuff now. Now, do you mean people don't like to play here as far as like your smaller venues, or do you you mean people don't like to play here because it's St. Louis? Because we have like Hollywood Casino. We now we're opening up um, the factory over in Chesterfield. We've got that new music right. park, you know, where Machine Gun, Gun, Machine Gun Kelly's coming through to play and stuff like that. I wonder if we're right. starting to be attractive to musicians. I'm going to say no. <laughs> Just because it's St. Louis? I mean, That's it? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It is, it is notoriously known for being a bad market for bands to come through. As in the sales? Like ticket sales, sales and stuff? Sales, uh, everything. I hope that changes and perhaps it's been changing, but there, I mean, there have been, I feel like we've talked about this on the podcast before, but there have been notable big time artists that have, Yeah, I, I think, I think the spoken out against St. Louis <laughs> made it very clear that they fucking hated here. So I, I don't remember that, but I do the most recent um, thought about that was the, what was that? Uh, the, the festival that came through Hollywood. It had like a tray you was on it and they used, I think, and somebody. Maybe it was oh, Joel yeah, yeah. that was telling us about it. And like they had to. Who they, was telling us? Joel, I think, was telling us about oh, okay. it. And they like partitioned most of the whole thing off because there were so little ticket sales for this thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, Lincoln Park didn't sell well here. That's insane. Like, think about that. Yeah. They stopped coming here. I had to go see them in Chicago because the tour they booked with Incubus didn't stop in St. Louis. 
Wow. A tour with Mute Math, Incubus, and Lincoln Park doesn't come to our city. That's nuts. What sense does that make? And this is 2011. I think that's when that was. Wow. By the way, one of the best shows I've ever been to. But really, uh, how, how, how? It, it, it makes no sense. They did the, what was it? The Sounds of the Underground tour. Is that was that was them, right? Them I'm and like, sure. yeah, we talked about this before too. And Justin Coretta had to correct me as to the name of the tour. I'm pretty sure it's oh, yeah, yeah. that's right. Okay. It's them and like Bust Rhymes and like, uh, I know. Okay. Yeah. So, but Buster, yeah. but Buster Rhymes did, there was something there. Buster Rhymes didn't do St. Louis. Wasn't Chris Cornell on that too? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, St. Louis, St. Louis. We always fuck it up. We I don't know, know what we're talking about. We don't. But St. <laughs> St. Louis had some weird, uh, like weird adi- additions to it that other cities didn't, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, look. So back to the point. I, St. Louis is just weird for. I, it's a weird market, man. Like three eleven's huge here. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. But three eleven's not huge everywhere. But this is one of the places. Three eleven. Uh, Dave Matthews. I think I guess Dave Matthews is huge everywhere, but I've heard that St. Louis is like one of his places that he has to play. Really? Uh, who's the other one I was thinking of? Um, oh, fuck. Oh, 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 Sublime. Oh, yeah. Huge, yeah. huge here, right? It, so, it's just so, a weird it's, pl- so it's just the genre of music is what you're saying? Mm-mm. No. Uh, I mean, you just, well, I mean, like, you just named 311 and sublime i you could probably throw the urge into that too not just because they're from st louis but well, I, but i mean it's they, because they're from st louis well speaking I, of which have you seen how jack steve ewing is dude yeah dude he's been doing bodybuilding shows jesus christ homie needs to stop putting whey protein in his eyelids for fuck's sake it's all those hot dogs dude it's apparently dude he looks good that's, that's <laughs> he does look crazy. good he looks legit yeah how old is he? he's 60 right <laughs> gotta be i think he, no i think he's in I'm, I'm, not, I'm not i'm not trying to make fun i'm like i'm not giving him a compliment ass. he's gotta be pushing 60 right uh he's in his 50s i don't remember but Jesus yeah dude he fuck. yeah dude he's he's winning classes in bodybuilding right now i saw that yeah like yeah. that's crazy yeah. um yeah i don't know man it's uh i hope i'm wrong maybe I'm, I, I but i have verified this with other musicians and and people that i've toured with that like they have spoken out like yeah it's just kind of a bummer to play dude like yeah. and they can't really name a reason they can't really like they just like yeah they're just like yeah it's a bummer uh, we don't know and i'm like is that all of the midwest and they're like no because other like but again it's 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 anecdotal it's case by case like who, who knows uh but um I mean that. Yeah, makes, I hope th- that does make sense, though. Mi- I mean, Midwest is kind of like flyover, right? When, when you know you go for, from from that. that's from, so stupid from your you know from one side of the coast to the other. I don't like that other. excuse, though. I know, I get it. I'm just saying that it's easy to be flyover. Here's the thing: who thinks that? Because you realize no one's really from New York. No one's really from LA. Everyone moves there from somewhere else. Right. So fuck you <laughs> if you move to one of those states <laughs> and you fucking go, oh, Midwest is a flyover state. Like, I don't like it here either, but I'm not going to like shit on it just because I live in LA now. Yeah. Like, but I, that's, that's so bizarre to me because Chicago is essentially the same as those two cities. Okay. Meaning population, like, things to do like chicago's fucking badass yeah so for like i don't know whatever 
I would like. I need to go to Chicago again and actually <clears throat> to partake in things to do there. We went. I went to Chicago once, and it was fucking cold and terrible, and we didn't really get to do much while we were there. But we didn't really know what we were doing or, or anything either. Yeah. So we just kind of stuck to our own and just did a few things around, like our, where our hotel was at. There's a lot to do, man. Yeah. It's. <laughs> There's a lot to explore. I'll go. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's fucking let's drive up there. It's okay. Four hours away. Let's okay. do it. All right. Um, I'll talk it over my, with my wife. <laughs> I love Chicago, man. Um, I, I don't know, man. I, some of my favorite cities are in the Midwest. Chicago is a favorite of mine. I think Kansas City is awesome. I would move there in a heartbeat. Heartbeat. Love yeah. it. I love it so much more than St. Louis. Yeah. Albeit, I don't live there. So maybe I would hate it. But yeah. uh, been there a lot. Um, I love it. That's where I got engaged. In Kansas City? Yep. Really? Yep. I didn't know that. I don't think. Maybe not. Uh, yeah. I, it's, uh, I proposed in front of the Jay Nichols Memorial Fountain. Okay. Yeah. Is there symbolism there or just... I grew up going to it, man. Okay. Uh, just my... My sister went to college in, well, Kansas City, Kansas. But so I have just like vivid memories of going up there. My sister's older, like 10 years older than me, mm-hmm. my older sister. So I have vivid memories of her being in college and me being a kid and being up there and just being a kid and being in a new city and exploring. And like, you know, I don't, I don't know. It just has a it just has a place in my heart. Uh, also, that fountain was. Um, have you ever been to a firefighter's funeral? I mean, I've seen them. I've never been to one. But you know what I'm talking about when they bring out the bagpipes and they do mm-hmm. the whole parade. And like uh, my first experience was with that and all this. This sounds morbid. So why would you propose at a place where you went to a funeral? But uh, my first experience with that was in Kansas City. And okay. for a second, sat- for a second, I thought you were going to say like there was this really cool proposal where like the guys came out with bagpipes and everything. I'm like, I'm, no, no, I'm no, like no, in no. here for a second. I'm like excited no. about it. <laughs> no, no. Can't expect um, Patrick Blair to be that cool, though. I mean, I made it cool. Don't did, get me wrong. Did you? No, okay. Not that cool. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> uh, but I, so I sat on that fountain as my dad had to go for a funeral. And so the whole family went because uh, my dad was a firefighter. So it's a big deal. Uh, I grew up in a firefighter's family. Mm-hmm. You know, my dad was a fireman. Three of his brothers were my grandpa. Uh, my grandpa was so it was a big deal in our family to attend those things um so i don't know anyway gotcha uh kansas city school that was the point of that yeah i don't know i hope you're right dude i i still kind of want to go to the mgk show just to see what he does and who he is now on stage have we uh i mean this is his first like he didn't tour through COVID or anything right so who, who i mean is this oh. This is new territory. Have we seen him tour as the, this new pop punk I don't genre? Think so. Really? Huh. I don't think so, no. Uh, so, yeah, I'll, I'm curious, dude. But I'm also a fan. So, like, uh, you know, curious, but also not skeptical. Just want to see it. I'm glad you brought him up, though. So, I, I, I read something. It was like a Rolling Stone article, maybe. He's like the highest selling rock artist of 2021 so far. So 
upon opening the article, I go, well, what does that mean? Because I know in the last episode, we tried to look album sale, look up album sales and it's fucking impossible. Right. So of course this article does not say anything about numbers. It just says, yeah, he's the t- top. But then he said, but then it said the Foo Fighters album itself is the best selling rock album of 2021. Okay. Okay. Number nine of all, uh, uh, out of all records. So of course I'm like thinking, okay, well, if you tell me that you're going to give me record sales, right? <laughs> no, nope. can't find them. Can't find them anywhere. I don't think, I don't think it's tracked anymore. I think it's a bunch of horse shit. It's just easy. It's just easy enough to have a headline that says Foo Fighters top selling album, top selling rock album of 2021. And people just run with it. That's kind of perhaps I don't know, but I don't think it's tracked anymore. Huh? I really don't. Maybe it's just I think maybe that's maybe, how little record sales. Right. That's what I was gonna say. Maybe it's just hard to. Actually, it'd probably be easier to track record sales now if it's gone down that low. I maybe would, they don't want think. those numbers out there because of streams. Unless they start making streams, what is like the. Uh, you know, the end all be all for everybody. How can you do that? I, what do you mean? How can you make the streams the end all be all? I don't understand the question though. Like, I mean, how, how is that? Saying, how, is, how, hey. how is that? I mean, I okay. How is that different from sales in the in a matter of like who's listening to the music? You're telling the artist that getting paid doesn't fucking matter. Okay. Yes, I understand that, and I agree. I agree wholeheartedly with that. That's a problem. I under, that's, okay. I, that's I, not I, right. I get that, but you saying how can you do that? I mean, they can do that easily. But yes, it's a kick and it's a kick in the dick <sighs> to artists. And you're okay with this? Really? You're trying to throw me under the bus for something I didn't even do. <laughs> oh, you do it. This is bullshit. Okay. Um, why? Because I stream. Yeah. Oh my god. You know what I did? Let me guess. You bought it. I bought Baptize Look, by oh, a trade because yeah. you told have me you it listen, was good. Have you listened to the whole thing yet? Yeah, it's fucking good. Told and you. You know what? You're welcome. I bought it, and I feel <laughs> good about that. I feel good about you too doing that. Damn it! <laughs> so you know, after the last episode, uh, I talked about how people were messaging me. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm being trolled. I don't know if this is my normal troll, but someone heard that. Okay. And they left a comment <laughs> on the YouTube saying, Hey, thanks for opening up comments. Now I can leave my snarky condescending blah 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 blah. And it was like an eggplant emoji. I was like, This is why I don't care. You I, person I just, I just, don't I w- matter. I want to think that it's because they're listening to the show. Now that sounds like it's like your normal troll that you've had for years. But even if it's not, I want to say, I want to feel like it's because they're listening to the show because that means we're winning still, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah. If you if you're if you're actually listening to the content just so you can shit on it, you still listen. So okay, cool. Dude, did you notice that our favorite gutter punk poser wasn't at the show last night? And I, I teased up my hair really big just for him, and he wasn't did. even there. You that did, fucker. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, I really did. I put extra effort into my my hair, yeah, into my appearance. 
Yeah. My jeans and white t-shirt and Vans. I really thought about that. I really, really did. Thought about it hard. Yeah. I mean, we were late to the show because I had to pick out my outfit. I did notice you, know? you showed up late. You said you're going to be there at like 8, and I didn't see you until like 8.30. So that's at least yeah, another 30 was, minutes of you know, picking out a pick shirt out the right and, jeans. I get it. Had to yeah. put in the right product. I get it. You know? <laughs> Unreal. Unreal. Well, okay, going back to that, I know this is going to shift gears a little bit, but before we got on the mic, we start, you were talking about this place that you're going to probably go and eat after we get done recording. And you said you're going to get you a bloody beer. I didn't know what yes. you meant by that, because like I didn't know you if didn't. You, I didn't know if you meant like bloody as in I, I'm going to get a fucking beer. Like I'm I'm from Great Britain uh-huh, and yes. I say bloody uh-huh. before things. No, I don't talk like that. Listen, okay, I had, I had never heard you, know you talk me quite a while. <laughs> have you ever heard me speak like that? No, I didn't know what was happening. To be honest, they might might be okay. having a stroke or something. Anyways, uh, so what what did you say? It said it's called the Crow's Nest. That's where you're going to go. Crow's Nest. So let's shout out that Maplewood, Missouri. Go check them out. Let's shout out that place. And you got a menu pulled up. I just want to. Uh, this may be the weirdest like thing that we've ever done. <laughs> just giving well, a menu. Well, for no, that's fine. I got to pull up right here, dude. But uh, so I'm gonna get a bloody beer. But it's called on the menu Bog of Eternal Quench. Bog. What? How do you spell that? Is that B O G? Bog. It is. What it does is. that mean? <laughs> is that Great Britain? <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 essentially what it is is it's it's bloody mary mix and beer but they use a uh a, a sour ale mm-hmm. and their bloody mary mix is like spicy so it's just it's so good it's like if you're gonna start drinking especially during the day um it's just so good it's so good it's like especially too like i drank last night so like i'm kind of like hair of the dog sounds great mm-hmm. it's the best thing you can do but you obviously you have to like bloody mary mix or tomato juice or whatever but uh it's really good so for those folks that don't know what this place is and you live in st louis first of all where have you been second of all go check them out because they have such good food i'm gonna name a few things okay so do you like poutine Mm, i don't think i've ever had it do you know what poutine is uh is your brain gonna explode from all the things i've introduced you to in 30 minutes it's a possibility I'm trying to have pork poutine. So it's waffle fries smothered in pork gravy, jalapeno cheese sauce, bacon, and green onions. Okay, but what is poutine? The best thing. Like that whole thing is what is is poutine? Or is a certain thing in that considered poutine? Poutine is a traditional, it's cheese curds. Okay. Okay. And typically, if you go to a place, you'll get it on top of fries or like something like that. Okay. Uh, it's a it's a Canadian dish. Ooh. They also have, uh, and they have just deep fried cheese curds, just fucking fantastic. Uh, so the I I was telling you before, they have a sausage and kraut dish, but it's just it's Polish sausage and sauerkraut. You get it with potatoes and Brussels sprouts. I sub the potatoes for their collard greens because I love collard greens. Uh, it's so good. Uh, so let's go to some of the the Sa- Sammies here. Where the Sammies go? There they are. Uh, they have a pulled pork sandwich, French dip, Philly, turkey Reuben. Just, it, dude, it's so good. Uh, okay. They have a Frisco melt. So if you've ever been to like, say like a Hardee's or like a Steak and Shake, you know, they have the Frisco melt mm-hmm. there. This will make you never, ever, ever, ever get fast food again. This Frisco melt from this place. I swear to God. Because it's so good. You won't want to do it. Anyway, 
Go check them out. <laughs> okay, so here's my next question. So if you, you're hungover and you're doing a day drinking the next day to kind of fight this hangover, hair of the dog, how long does hair of the dog last? Is it just through that? Two minutes. That's it? It's just through that one drink? That's it? How long is it supposed to last? I don't know. That's why I'm asking. Like, is this a day? Like, what is the tra- what am I transitioning into? Being day drunk or is it yes. just feeling good? Yes. Oh, no. Uh, oh, fuck, dude. Like I said, I am a professional now, so it's going to last a while. <laughs> okay, so what does uh, this bloody beer turn into? Are we switching over to like regular beer? To, to hang out with the day uh, or yeah because i can't start with beer and then shift into a cocktail if i start with beer i'm gonna stick with beer so because it has beer in it yeah okay is that like is that is that, peer, is that period for you like you don't you never start with beer and go to yeah cocktail really yeah just because it makes you I'll start fishy. with a cocktail and then go to beer but see that's weird to me like that that's the that's the old saying right beer uh well, hang on to it. Beer before liquor. I never don't know. Yeah. That doesn't make sense to me. I've never been that way. I can drink. I can go either way and be fine. I mean, I could do it, but I don't. Okay. <laughs> That's good reasoning. <laughs> I think it, I think it's a, I think it's a, for me, I think it's a palate thing. Okay. Uh, more than anything else. Okay. But I also don't drink. I don't drink anything other than vodka. Yeah. So I, you know, it's pretty easy for me to choose one or the other. Like I'm not like a, I'm not a whiskey drinker, uh, not a tequila drinker. I used to be, but I, uh, get enraged when I drink those two things. So I can't drink, I can't, can't, <laughs> can't drink them. Yeah. I'm, I don't know. For me, it's just like the feeling of, I, I can always start with beer and drink beer for quite a while to get me to a certain place. And then it's like, if I want to, finish off strong then i'll i can throw you know do a couple of whiskeys or something that's crazy to me dude i've but i but to me it's like you start strong but i, I guess i don't know i understand it the other way i guess too because like I, I you can start strong and then just kind of hold on to that with beer i get that too so i don't know yeah i i don't know i just can't i don't know Maybe I, I, I get. I guess my issue is maybe I think that if I start with liquor, I might not switch back to beer and just stay with liquor, and then you're hammered within like the first hour of whatever you're doing, and then the rest of the night's shit. Yeah, dude, my grandpa, and I don't have any memories because like all my grandparents were dead by the time I was like six. But uh, one of my grandpas, dude, he all he drank was whiskey. Never drank a beer didn't like beer all he drank was whiskey and he would drink it with pepsi he had the little grenade bottles of glass bottles of pepsi uh-huh he used to fucking pound those things and he was the skinniest dude really yeah just nothing but whiskey and sugar all day <laughs> probably didn't eat though that yeah that'll help on the skinniness and he and he climbed telephone poles for a living so maybe nice. that's maybe that's why yeah but uh, did, did he just, did he have his uh like what was his brand of whiskey? Because normally, like a grandparent has that one brand of whiskey that that is their go to that they slam constantly. It's a good question, and I don't know it. I'd have to ask because, like I said, I just don't. He he died when I was five years old. Okay. Uh, I don't. I mean, I didn't know your grandpa, but I that time frame seems like like an old crow or something like that. 
Oh, I'm sure it was shit. I'm sure it was. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it was gasoline. Whatever you drink. Yeah, yeah for sure. That's probably why I drank it with Pepsi. Uh-huh. But yeah, he used to fucking, he used to drink whiskey and, uh, so whiskey Coke, but it's Pepsi. Mm-hmm. That was the other thing. He didn't like Coke, had to have Pepsi. Uh, so whiskey Cokes, and he used to fucking eat Almond Joys all the time. Skinniest dude on earth. How how old did he live to? 80 something. See? It's 82. The, it's, it's those people, man. Like, was the last years uh, of his it's life different fine? different DNA, dude. We're pussies. We're pussies. <laughs> was the, my question We're is, pussies. was the last years of his life good? Or did he struggle for the last few years of his life? No, man. It was sudden. So, yeah, he was living. Okay. He was living, See, dude. that's the thing, dude. When he was an old man. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. From the, the, the person that I remember, yeah, he was an old fucking man. Yeah. But he would, uh, dude, I, uh, there's a picture of me. Uh, and this is like one of the memories I have of him. He, he was the person that introduced me to the Cleveland Indians, by the way. Okay. He is the reason that I'm a Cleveland Indians fan. And an alcoholic but, um, pool. <laughs> <laughs> he used to, uh, no, I, what the fuck was I? Oh, there's a picture of me. He used to, so my, Growing up, my parents would supplement their income with, essentially, they had a farmer's market. The farmer's okay. market consisted of my mother. She, she did it all. Okay. Well, my dad worked two jobs and uh-huh. was gone all day. But uh, they supplemented income because they would sell vegetables out of their garage. But there's a picture of my grandpa as an old man with me in front of him tilling my mom's, my, our garden, mm-hmm. you know, at the start of the season. He did that every year, apparently, from what I can remember or what I'm told. Yeah. Because uh, he was like, wouldn't let my mom do it. He's like, I got it. I'm doing it. You know, sort of like the man's got to do it. Which exactly. Can't can't be that way anymore. Uh-huh. But he would do that until he fucking died. So I don't know. I don't know how hard it is to till a garden. Sounds like it sucks. I don't want to do it. So I <laughs> sick. <laughs> He was he was healthy you know, enough to do that. You know, I don't know. I don't you know, know. It, you seem to me like a, the guy who would love to have a garden, but would not want to do the garden. Fuck like no. Like you, I could I could see you hiring somebody to come over and put a garden in your yard, so you could pick up the cucumbers and the tomatoes, and everything off of it. Can I, can I be fully honest <laughs> with you? We had one, and I ripped the bitch out because you were tired of dealing with it. Yeah. Okay. I didn't even deal with it. <laughs> That's why I ripped it out. <laughs> I have, I have, I have vegetables planted right now, but they're in pots separated. Like it's not a garden. Okay. Like I have tomatoes, I have peppers, spinach. We have herbs and stuff, but yeah, they're all like placed neatly. Yeah, fuck that. I got you. I will eventually. Yeah. No, I really do. I no, I love it because I grew up that way, mm-hmm. uh, um, and it was a great way to grow up, dude. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to like. I don't want to talk like I was this like you know, progressive kid who like grew up eating healthy and stuff. No, we had junk food, but yeah, we had a backyard full of fucking vegetables and full of fucking fruit. Right. And it was a really good way to grow up. Yeah. Uh, now the question is what, when you brought that in, was it fried before you ate it or did you what? like, did you like, okay, when your mom would go out and pick this, these, these vegetables and bring them in, did you eat them like that? Or did she fry oh, a yeah. lot of that stuff? Yeah, dude, I was, dude, I was a little kid and I would eat raw turnips. Like who does that? Ugh. Love them. Ugh. Love them to this day. Yuck. 
Turnips are great. Um, yeah, no, it's just yeah. Okay, I just, uh, know, I just, just know, like fried green tomatoes and well, well, you my, know, my, that's my uh, question is like you take like, that there was like a, fried zucchini. And, there was a generation or two before us where it's like yeah, you could take something healthy like vegetables out of the garden, but then you're gonna bring it in and you're gonna fry it in oils and everything else before you actually eat it. So it basically just takes away all the the health out God, of it. That sounds fucking great. It dude. does sound good though, doesn't it? Fried zucchini right now. Uh huh. Uh, yeah, cro- no, does crow's nest like have My that? mom made like zucchini bread. Uh, but no, we ate them raw. Does crow's nest have fried zucchini? I might have no. to. No. Oh, man. But they have fried pickles. Oh, man. I might have to make is... make a road trip and come up and eat breakfast with you or lunch, whatever it is. Do it. They have deep fried <laughs> deviled eggs. Whoa. Do you like deviled eggs? I do. I, I hate deviled eggs. Oh, dude, I will demolish But I thought I'd bring it up because you look like a deviled egg guy. I don't know reason. if that's a compliment at all or not. It's not. It's not. <laughs> it's not. Trust me. It came from a very bad I would, place. I would like to. <laughs> I would like to know what the characteristics are of a deviled egg guy. You're white. Okay. That's it. All right. It seems like white people food. Do you, I don't know a soul. I was that has dark skin <laughs> that likes deviled eggs. I was going to ask that, but I didn't know how to say it and it not sound bad. So I'm glad you did it. I'll take care of it for you. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, dude, come up. Let's go. All right, cool. I'm going. I've I've committed to it now because I'm staring at the menu. Just my <laughs> stomach is just like, come on, bro. <laughs> well, here, um, let's. Uh, are you? Are you? Well, so wait, wait, wait. I had a question though because I was talking about this, okay. but yeah, like so, like we would eat the raw vegetables, and like I said, like so, you've been to my parents' house, yeah. a couple of times, right, uh-huh. or once at least. Once, yep. So you saw all the, the the land. Like, there's no garden anymore because my mom's old and can't do it anymore. Okay. You saw the grapevines. Yes. So that was the other thing. Like that whole back half of the yard. That was nothing but garden and wow fruit trees. Uh, we had a peach tree, a plum tree, a pear tree, cherry tree, apple, uh, the grapevines, and then the other side was vegetables. And a, a raspberry bushes as well. Whoa. So I used to like go get, like pick fucking raspberries, put them in a bowl with milk. And that was my breakfast. That like, it was a good, it was terrible. a good way to grow up. Like, and where my parents' house is, believe me, we don't, it wasn't, it's not like, it's not in the best area. You're not surrounded by every house has this like lush garden. You know, it's not to say it's like we were the house. Yeah. And then people knew that my fucking like this is how trust <clears throat> this is how trustworthy my parents were of the neighborhood. My mom would sell tomatoes and stuff out of the garage, which it's not like she had like a stand where she like checked people out like she was the cashier. There was a lockbox. She just said, "No way." Weigh them yourself. Leave money. Whoa. Yeah. You know, though there was a time, and that- my parents aren't hippies. Can you believe that? <laughs> But no, you know, legit, I mean, we probably haven't seen it very much, but there was a time where you could do that. You know, there was a time where you could, I, I mean, maybe it's a little less in St. Louis. Maybe that area is a little less, but a time where you could leave your doors unlocked. You didn't have to worry about locking your truck when you went, you know, went inside. Let me explain something to you. And stuff like that. My dad fired a gun into that garage more than once because people were trying to steal shit out of a garage because it was just open. So no. There okay. wasn't. Trust okay. Me. All right. They were just trying to make more money. That's what it was. <laughs> They're like, we we need more money. We send our kids to private school. We gotta we gotta do this any way we can. I get it. All right. What were you gonna say? I'm sorry. 
I was going to transition topics. Uh-oh, what do you got? Uh, so literally middle of the week, we had Stephen A. Smith going on his normal rants. And one where you want you wanted to like do an emergency podcast just to talk about this. So it sounds to me like you have a lot yeah. to talk about with this. And I, I kind of want to transition it into other sports too with Stephen A. Smith. So I'm kind of excited to talk about this. Um, okay. Do you want me to play the clip of him saying what he said first? Yes, because I actually haven't heard it. I've just read it. Okay. All right. I would love to hear. I would love to get enraged All right. by Stephen A. Smith, please. All right. Here we go. This brother is special. Make no mistake about it. But the fact that you got a foreign player that doesn't speak English, that needs an interpreter, believe it or not, I think contributes to harming the game to some degree when that's your box office appeal. It needs to be somebody like Bryce Harper, Mike Trout, those guys. So? See, this is, this is what I keep saying. ESPN keeps letting him talk about things that he has no fucking clue about. Right. He doesn't know about baseball. He has no idea what he's talking about. So let me. No idea. Okay. So baseball fans don't care about that. Me playing devil's advocate as normal. What is there anything that he said that you can see that he meant to say it in a different way? He just said it in the Stephen A. Smith way. Like he meant that it it could be easier for. Like if it was an American or an English speaking person, it, it I guess it's easier for an English speaking person to be the face of a company, right, or a, an organization. Easier? How? What does that even mean? I guess for like maybe um, promo or for um, you know just stuff that you actually have to talk in front of the media and stuff like that. Why does that matter? It's baseball. I know. I'm not saying it does. I'm saying I'm just asking. Do you think there's anything that in what he said that could actually have just came across in a Stephen A. Smith way when it could have actually, he didn't really mean it the way he said it. If no, that, if that makes because I think sense. it's coming no? okay. from a misinformed, ignorant place okay. because that's what he is. Okay. I don't know. I don't, that's not how baseball works. Okay. Baseball is a popular sport worldwide. True. Today's stars. I got news for Stephen A. Smith and anyone else who doesn't like baseball and is ignorant to this fact Today's stars, 90% of them aren't from the United States. True. 90% of them don't speak good English. Right. So what the fuck is he talking about? Yeah. It's a very popular game across the world. And, and the best players aren't coming from the United States. What the fuck right. is he talking about? Right. Here's what baseball fans care about. They don't care about listening to his interviews. And this is this is the world of sports that we live in now. And that's why it's important that you said that when it comes to post game and like whatever baseball fans don't care about that. They don't pay attention to that. It's not the NFL. It's not the NBA. Yeah. They, we don't watch baseball to hear our players talk after the game. Right. That's what those fuckers care about. Yeah. The media cares about that. They judge players based on how they speak. Guess what? Baseball's never been that sport. Historically speaking, the best players have been dog shit with the media. Yeah dog shit go back and try to find me a positive interview uh go back and try to attach mickey mantle to being mickey mantle was the fun loving drunk guy with the media but when he had a bad game don't even go talk to him (laughs) don't go talk to him 
And historically speaking, baseball players have been like that. Mark McGuire, when he was chasing the home run record, he eventually was like, I, this is too much. It's too much. You guys want too much. I'm a baseball player. And, you know, for, for him to be like, oh, yeah, he's got to speak English because we care about what he says after the game. Fuck off. Right. No, he doesn't. In fact, I hope he never learns English. <laughs> I'm being fucking serious. I hope he never learns English. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the fact of the matter is baseball fans, baseball fans, and believe me, I'm one of them. So this is why I'm talking about this. Baseball fans care about two things. Can he pitch? Can he hit? He can do both. Yeah. That's all I need to know. I don't care about where he's so, from. I don't care about what language he speaks. I don't care if he can't speak my language. Can he pitch? Can he hit? All right, cool. So how does this translate to MMA? I mean, we're, we can also, you know, talk about post-fight interviews and things like that with people who have to have interpreters because they don't speak English. I, I'm not going to lie. It does. It doesn't irritate me by any means, but it like it's it's it kind it's. I don't know. It, it's weird. It'd be to hard say, for you to be a star. Yeah. In MMA, if you have yeah. an interpreter, yes. However, I mean, okay. I, I guess where I'm trying to go with this is so Stephen. We talked about on the last episode. Stephen A. Smith was on the panel for the Connor, the last UFC to whatever it was, 262 or yeah. something like that, 264, whatever. So does this comment that was just made by Stephen A. Smith ruin his uh, his potential for being back on a panel for UFC? The reason why I say that is because at any given time, somebody who doesn't speak English could be a title holder. Okay. Wait, doesn't... Wait. Is all... Okay, this might be a stupid question. I don't Olivera? Know. Is, yeah, does he have an interpreter? Does he speak English? He speaks English. He does not well. Okay, but he does. Okay, all right. But anyways, that so that's my point is like this whole thing could transfer over to MMA, and I wonder if this comment could make them not use Stephen A. Smith anymore. No, he's only so? going to be on the panel for a counter fight or a Nate Diaz fight or something like that. Just because? Okay, I get you. He, yeah, he, yeah. Okay. Like I said on the last episode, he can be on the panel for a counter fight because it's counter. Because it's a spectacle. It's it's not. It goes beyond. It goes way beyond just MMA. He doesn't have to necessarily. He doesn't have to necessarily know anything. He can just give surface points. Yeah. Surface opinions. He needs to know the. Le he needs to know very little facts about what's happening. Yeah. Oh, Dustin beat him last time. Dustin KO'd him last time. Dustin was a former former title holder. That's about all he needs to know. Yeah. He doesn't need to know anything else. Then you just add the Stephen A. Smith spectacle on top of it, and that's all you need. Yeah, he's going to use unnecessary $10 words. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, yeah, that's just who he is. Uh, but the one thing that I, I understand about what he was saying is he wants baseball to be like the NFL and to be like the NBA, where we have these outspoken personalities that are great with the media that like to speak after games. Baseball is just never going to be that. It's not. Yeah, there are some personalities in baseball. Don't get me wrong. We've had, historically speaking, we've had those guys. Uh, but no, baseball is not that sport. Yeah. But that's, I think that's the place that it was coming from. Maybe. Maybe I'm giving him too much credit. I just think he's ignorant. And I think 
when he has to speak about things that he doesn't know about, he puts his foot, his own foot in his mouth. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he did that. Yeah. I don't, I, I, was it racist? Yeah, but I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was racist. <laughs> Have you ever have you ever heard of those apps? I'm pretty sure if I unless I'm making it up, but have you ever heard of the apps that people can use? Like say you go out of the country and you go to a country that has a language that you don't know to where you can like have a headset in and you can use this app to where if somebody's talking in a different language, it will translate it to English for you to where like you can yeah. basically in real time listen to people. How come we haven't incorporated that into sports yet? Like to where you don't even need like why you don't need a translator. How about this? How about we all quit being spoiled cunt Americans and just let people be from different <laughs> places that speak different languages? Why do they have to adapt to us? I'm, well, I'm not I'm not saying they do, but I'm saying that it's got to be a strain on them too to have to have the interpreter to do it all. Why? I'm I'm just saying it, it's got to be the same like the same as it is to us is probably the same as it is to them too. Hey, Shohei Otani, do you want to be in the major leagues? Oh, you do? You have to bring an interpreter. Oh, I don't want to do that. That sounds terrible. It doesn't matter. Just <laughs> pr- you you do it. Yeah. What's the big deal? And I don't think us having to like listen to that. Dude, I don't know, man. That it, to me, that just seems like such a, a it just seems like such a whiny, spoiled, fucking entitled American thing to fucking bitch about. I'll give you that. People come from different places. They speak different languages. Yeah. Fine. Fine. I don't care. You don't have to speak English to me. Speak your language and then someone can interpret if I don't understand your language, if I don't know the language. Yeah. It would be like me going to a foreign country and expecting everyone to speak English. Yeah. No. I get it. It, it, I don't know. When I was in Spain, I, I spoke broken Spanish to people because I respect the fact that they don't speak my fucking language. You know? So I wanted to try to communicate with them the way that they communicate where, through their where, language. Where did you learn your broken Spanish? Oh, dude, I took several years of Spanish really? in school. I'm okay. terrible at it. <laughs> when I say broken, I mean, they were laughing at me. They're like, dude, 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 dude just stop. We'll, we'll figure out what you're saying. Uh, but I tried yeah. out, of, out of respect to the fact that I'm not, I'm in a foreign country. They don't speak my language. So... I don't expect them to like, but do, cater. But do they look at it as you're be, you're trying to be respectful? I hope. I hope. Or, they or do. are you I mean, doing I a disservice? Being condescending. <laughs> are you and, doing and, a disservice to their language because you're trying? I mean, I definitely was. I definitely was. <laughs> definitely was. But I was doing it out of respect. <laughs> yeah, man. I would. Uh, I don't know if I've told this story, but we were in Madrid. My wife and I, we go to this fucking awesome rooftop like restaurant, right? I so here's the thing. My wife, uh, darker skin than than my than myself. So she she when we went to places like Portugal and Spain, she got kind of like got a little bit of a pass. Like she didn't stick out like a sore thumb, whereas my stupid pale face when I show up uh-huh. looking like I do, uh yeah, it was a different thing. But we were fucking gorgeous rooftop restaurant and um the, the the server won't communicate with me like won't even make eye contact with me he will only talk to my wife 
Okay. Even though I tried to speak Spanish to him and it just, which is probably why he won't talk to you anymore. (laughs) And that's now, now that we're having this conversation, I think that was the case. I think he was like this motherfucker, but it got, it was so bad. So like, it got through the meal. I'm like, why won't I, we, she even, she's like, why won't he talk? Like, he won't like even like acknowledge your existence. I'm like, I know it's kind of, it's kind of pissing me off now. So like, uh, so like he brings the check. I picked up the check, put my card in and I walked it over to him. So we get up like after I've paid. So he brings it back. Say, Thank you. Still won't look me i'm like this motherfucker so like i picked up the signed receipt and i took it to him and as we walk by literally takes it from me won't look at me looks at my wife and says thank you i was like oh i'm gonna kill this guy but i got a lot of that man uh and we we found out too so we went on this uh we went on this tour of the coast when we were in portugal where you have like a driver and they basically like give you the history of the city and they take you to like really cool places. And he spoke really good English. He actually like spoke like six languages. We made him do it just to like see if he was bullshitting. But um, right. uh, he was telling me uh, we, we, we were at, eventually throughout the day, cause you spend like six hours with this person. Um, but eventually throughout the day, we we're just kind of like, yeah, man, like um, he was asking us where we, we were, where we're staying. And we told him, and he was like, oh, yeah, don't go. He was basically like, don't go north down that street because it's a bad area. We're like, bro, we're from St. Louis, Missouri. We'll be just <laughs> we'll be just fine. And we even told our, our uh, like our, because uh, we stayed in Airbnbs, you know, like the owner even said that in his directions. And like, you know, you leave the little thing on the table for the guests. Like mm-hmm. he even said like, hey, don't go north down whatever street because. We walked down there. We're like, what the fuck is everybody talking about? Like, it's fine. Um, But he was asking us where we're staying. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, oh, did you walk by such and such? We're like, yeah, several times. He's like, did the old men give you trouble? And I was like, yeah, they did. So there was this, uh, this like dive bar slash cafe where every day the same four old Portuguese men would sit out on a little stoop with a little table, smoking cigarettes, day drinking. And we would walk by them to go to the market and like do all this stuff. And every single time they would speak, say something condescendingly in Portuguese, like under their breath about me, you know? Uh-huh. And so the driver was essentially like, yeah, dude, you just, you don't fit it. Like you, you stick out because one, you are white. <laughs> you clearly don't look but also you have colorful tattoos and that's why like, that's just not a common thing here. If anyone has tattoos, they're essentially black, the dark ink. Huh? He's like, it's not a culturally culturally. If people here have tattoos, they don't have colors, no color. He's like, so you, you not only do you stick out because you clearly are American, but now you have that extra thing about you that people just, to be honest with you, don't like, I was like, Oh, Good to know. Did that Thank make you. did that make you adjust anything? Did you like start wearing long sleeves or anything like that? Fuck no. No. Okay. Get fucked, all of them. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> that came full circle. <laughs> I, 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 you try, don't want, I try. You don't want people to have to adapt to you. 
but you won't you won't wear like hey man i'm a polite person i'm in their country i'm respectful i'm not gonna cover up my goddamn you come into my you come into my country with colorful tattoos and try to talk to me in my broken language and you think i'm gonna respect you portuguese (laughs) i was terrible at that um yeah anyway how did we get there oh stephen a smith yep yeah, fuck that guy, man. I, <laughs> I don't know why we. The, the problem is now is it, it's it's to a point where it's just it is what it is, and mm-hmm. we those the sensationalism around what he says is going to drive drive people to listening to him even more. Mm-hmm. They're going to go back to see all right, what's the next stupid thing he's going to say? Right. Uh. You and I know better, but most people don't. Right. I wish they did. What? So wait, you said there was other. What? What else did he say? Because you said there was something else. Mm, I don't think. No, no. I, I no. I was talking about that. Just transitioning. Stephen A. Smith being like connected to MMA or connected to other sports. I was just wondering if that was gonna. Oh. If that was gonna change anything as far as him getting gigs for other sports because of this comment. His gig is ESPN. So as long as it's yeah. ESPN, he's going to be the guy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, speaking of foreign players, have you been watching the NBA Finals? Uh, I've been keeping up with it, but not watching. I haven't had a time to watch any of it. Is it? Is it? I'm really, and I know I'm, I'm alone on that, or at least it seems like it from what I've seen on social media and from my friends that watch basketball, but... I'm really enjoying not seeing LeBron, not seeing Kevin Durant, not seeing all of the, in air quotes, stars in the NBA Finals. Uh, Give me your reasoning for that. Why is that? I don't know. Oh. I think it's just time. The LeBron era is almost over. Yeah. Speaking of that, I don't know if you have any thoughts on this at all, but have you seen how bad Space Jam is doing? Yeah, I have. Um, I refuse to watch it in general. Not because I'm a LeBron hater. I just don't feel like they needed to remake it. Well, definitely not. And I, there's only one person that if they were going to remake it, I would want to have done it. And it's not LeBron. Who? Kobe. 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 Yeah. But, but apparently, uh, apparently they've like classed it up to some like, I don't know, like... like um. What was the the girl bunny? Lo- Babs. Babs. Yeah. Apparently, like she, they, I don't know. They had to class her up some, and she's not sexualized. Yeah, she's not sexualized and stuff like that. I don't know. I just just from like seeing the trailer of it too. It just does it, it doesn't appeal to me at all. Yeah, I think if it appeals to anyone, it appeals to us. It definitely doesn't appeal to kids because kids don't know who the fuck Bugs Bunny is. Right. Like those 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 cartoons are not relevant now. Yeah. They can be if you, you know, if you come, if you live in a household where your parents are introducing you to these old things, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know that people are, I mean, it's, it's it's kind of, it's kind of a weird thing too. Like, because even the original space jam is kind of odd for kids, I think too, because there's so much of the movie that didn't have the cartoons in it too. So like, if you watch a kid, I don't know if it's different for us or not, but when you watch a kid watch Space Jam, 
It's like you see them entertain when just when the cartoons are on there, but then when it just comes to like just a person talking to another person, it, you can see like a kid checks out, and they come back yeah. in when there's cartoons. So it's like the cartoon aspect keeps them in the movie long enough while the cartoons are there, but that's it. But now we the kids don't even really know those cartoons anymore. So it almost it almost yeah. surprises me that they did they didn't try to add different cartoons into the new Space Jam. Well, they should have. That would have been the good move. Yeah, but but then you would have old Warner geezers Brothers. like then you'd have old geezers like us complaining that they added new characters into the movie. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't know if I would have complained about that, but I think but I think this movie's like ten years too late. It's it's think, irrelevant in so many ways. Yeah, not just from the cartoons, but like LeBron to me is he's thirty six. Yeah, it's it, it would it would be different maybe if it, if he was in the height of his career, like the peak, like Jordan yeah. was when he did yeah. the movie. Because you're yeah, also promoting makes... Jordan now. What's the reasoning for promoting LeBron? There's not one. LeBron, everybody knows who LeBron is, and he's kind I, of on the downhill slide. Well, I don't think Space Jam was the. I don't think the intent was like, hey, we need to promote Michael Jordan. I think Michael Jordan was the biggest star on earth. Yeah, that's why you make a movie with him. Yeah, LeBron still one of the biggest stars on earth, but basketball speak, speak from a, a basketball perspective. No. Yeah. LeBron's LeBron, but it, it's over. That's what I was just saying. Like, I love the post LeBron era of playoff basketball. It's, yeah. it's, I guess it's refreshing in a way. I, I don't know what it is, but I just, I, I've enjoyed, I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed it a ton. Is it just because um, of like new, just new faces, new talent, maybe that's kind of taking over? I guess. I don't know. Yeah, it just maybe it, I'm just it, like. It, it, uh, well, I, I get it. It just like it feels new, kind of right. Like it, like the same thing you've seen for quite a few years, over and over and over again. Right. You know, it's kind of like seeing Mahomes. You know, versus seeing Tom Brady in the Super Bowl every year. Which not that he's not in the Super Bowl still, but you know, you know what I'm saying. It's like it's new faces versus the same old thing yeah. over and over again. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's what it is. But also, I think it's just it's it's to me it's more inter it's like more interesting basketball to me. Yeah, I feel like with LeBron, if LeBron were in the finals, you know what you're going to get. But because it's Giannis, because it's Devin Booker, because it's CP3's first final, you're like, you're interested. You don't necessarily know what you're going to get. Yeah. Maybe. I, maybe I'm overthinking that, but I, I, I don't know. I just enjoy it more. Yeah. Um, maybe if LeBron were playing the Bucks, maybe it'd be fun to root against him because that's always fun. But I don't know. Bucks are one win away. You're right. Milwaukee is going to have a champion. Fuck. Unreal. Have they before? It's been a long... Yeah, the Bucks won the title in the 70s was the last time they won. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. That's nuts, isn't it? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. The Brewers have not won a World Series. The last one they were in was in 1982, and they lost to the Cardinals. Yeah. Have you seen Have you seen this whole uh, thing about, with the lawsuit going on against the Rams? I don't care. Don't I, care. I couldn't. I can't think of something that I care about less. Yeah. It's just I, it's I, it's interesting to me. 
It's not to me. It's no. the most boring topic. <laughs> when I was on a fucking radio show, it, it was at the height of the, you know, this was the height of the Rams leaving. And I, I couldn't think about anything I wanted to talk about less. I just don't <laughs> fucking care. I don't care about Stan Kroenke. I don't care about the business that goes on that we know nothing about. Yeah. I don't care. I don't have an opinion. I don't care. Sorry to shut you down, but I just don't <laughs> fucking care. Do you what? Tell me something. Tell me something that will make me interested, please. The I was just going to talk. What do you about know what, about it that I should know about? Just why the actual lawsuit is happening? Because okay, of, tell me why. Like when Kroenke first took over, basically what they're saying is not too long after Kroenke first took over the Rams, he already had it in the plans to move to, and so did the NFL, had plans to move St. Louis Rams to L.A. And Who's saying this? Uh, who? Everybody investigating this. Is this documented somewhere? Uh, there are interviews, which I don't have the like the actual interviews in front of me, but there are interviews with them lying saying that they had no that that wasn't a plan to anybody but they were trying to they were potentially going to build a new stadium in St. Louis. Yes, so basically what they're saying is there's this is a billion uh, over billion dollar lawsuit because they went through all these plans of hiring all these people to do all this stuff knowing that they weren't going to keep the Rams in St. Louis in the first place but lying about it the whole time. Knowing they were going to move to LA anyways. And I can see this head shake means I don't give a shit what you're saying right now. I, I really don't. It's so boring. It's so boring to me. Who's suing them? The city of St. Louis? Mm, I think so. I think that's who it is. How can this be proven to the point where where someone's gonna where where money is going to exchange hands? How? How do we? How can we prove that? And even if it, it, let's say Stan Kroenke wrote on a fucking piece of paper. I plan on moving the Rams to LA. This is all bullshit. Mm -hmm. Signed, Stan Kroenke. How is that enough proof to get money in a lawsuit? Well, I would assume you would have to look into like all the dealings that were happening during the time with Stan Kroenke in the NFL of getting them moved to LA. Ah, you're such a dick. It's so boring. This doesn't <laughs> bore you? I just thought it was But I think people need to get the fuck over it. It's the NFL. It's the biggest... It's 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 fucking it's a billion dollar industry yeah these guys are going to do what they can to protect that asset and make themselves the most money yeah clearly the team and this is what i would always say clearly the team being in st louis monetarily speaking is not making that guy and it's not making the nfl the most money they're going to move it somewhere where it can and all these people from st louis that bitch about it guess what you didn't go to the fucking games apparently uh you didn't go Apparently, they're not making as much money in LA as they were here. They'll be just fine. I didn't say they're going to like disintegrate. I'm just saying that apparently they're not making as much money in LA. Here's what here's what here's what I'll tell you. They'll be just fine. They'll get the money that they wanted to get out of being there. And in ten years, I guarantee you, they move the fucking team out of LA again. Guarantee it. Hmm. Because there's going to be a new market that opens up where they're going to see potential money. Yeah, they're going to move the team there. Where do you think where do you think that's gonna be? A tech somewhere in Texas? St. Louis. No way. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, <laughs> I, I, I've won a football team here. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But man, th this this whole thing, I just fuck, I don't care. I, I I I don't know how else to say it other than I just don't fucking care because I feel like it's it's a to me, nothing 
nothing speaks St. Louis more than the Rams leaving and people bitching about it still. <laughs> I'm telling you, like if I had to explain St. Louis in a, in a few sentences to someone who's not here, I go, hey, Google, Google the Rams leave St. Louis. Yeah. Read about that. And then you'll you'll understand all the bad things that I don't like about St. Louis. <laughs> uh, it's not making sense. To you, <laughs> no. <laughs> well, here, we, so we're already over an hour. Let me, I have how a entitled, how entitled of a city. Are we to assume that we deserve a football team that we didn't fucking support? I, okay. We didn't support again. It. I don't have numbers in front of me. However, apparently there are or that's completely wrong as far as like the numbers as far as people actually going to the games was way higher than people are saying they are uh no it wasn't okay do you have a television <laughs> do you i do sir did, did you watch the games some yes i did there weren't people there i'm not talking about businesses buying up pcls like that doesn't count I'm talking about the people that live in this city. They weren't going to those games, not in high numbers. And anyone who says differently, they're full of it. Okay. You know why? Because I have <laughs> eyes. My eyes work. <laughs> I really don't care. Jesus. What, what numbers do you have? Uh, I don't have numbers. I'm actually, uh, I, I want to, before we get out of here, I want to go, I have a list. That I wanted. Oh God! I, I've been trying to make get, make this to where you can guess on these. So basically, okay. this list is uh, it's from sportsnot.com, and it's the ten most impactful suspensions <clears throat> in sports history. Suspensions. Uh huh. I want to know. Okay. I want to see if there's any off the top of your head that you can think of that may be on this list. There's ten of them. Impactful. Okay. Suspensions. Mm -hmm. God damn. Uh, and this is basically single players. Yeah. Yeah, man, that's you're just gonna have to give them to me. Okay, well, I mean, so one was pretty recent over the past few years. NFL. Ray Rice. Uh, he, I seen his name. No, it was gonna be Tom Brady. What did he get suspended for? Deflate Gate. Oh yeah. Speaking of things I don't care about. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> Keep All going. right, so hang on. Let me see. So there's number two. Let me start at the bottom here and move my way up. So actually, one that's closer to home is uh, Latrell Sprewell, which I don't. I didn't remember this. So actually, when he played for Golden State, he yeah. uh, he choked PJ Carlismo. He did. Yep. During a practice in 1997, he was suspended for ten games, uh, and then the general public forced the NBA to suspend him for an entire season. Then Golden State voided his contract. Which was my dude. He he went to Three Rivers College. I I did a basketball camp there when I, I was when I was younger, uh, down in Papa Bluff, Missouri. I did did not know that. Do you know? Good to know. Do you know? Um. Oh shoot! I'm trying to think of his name. Who was the? He was out of Poplar Bluff. He went to high school in Poplar Bluff. Um, and then he went to the he went to Tyler Hansborough. Yes. Yeah, he uh, he went to high school in Popper Bluff. Yeah, yeah. I wonder where he's that at I now. Do know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Didn't he finish his career with the Pacers? 
I know he was there. I don't know if that's where he finished. Because I think it's um, I think his little brother Ben played for the Pacers at the same time as he did. Yeah. Ben finished at Notre Dame and I know he got drafted. I don't know how long he played though. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't know. All right, so number nine, Donald Sterling with the LA Clippers. Oh God, yeah. So I don't think I have to explain that one. Let's go number eight, Stanley Wilson, running back for the Bengals. Do you remember this one? This is back in the 80s. No. Let's see. Dealing with a cocaine addiction throughout his adult life, Wilson was suspended for the entire 85 and 87 seasons due to the habit. Um, okay. That was not cool. Uh, I don't even know this name. Art Schlichter? Do you know Art Schlichter? Maybe. Old quarterback for... The Ravens and the Colts. Let's go number six, Tom Brady, Deflategate. Number five, Ray Rice. There it is. Okay. Wasn't, did, uh, not Ray, did, uh, oh, why can't I think of his name now? The the dude who, who killed somebody. Leonard Little. No. Um, Baltimore Ravens. Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. So he never got suspended for that? For the whole so. out for allegations, Maybe, right I don't. Now? I don't think so. No. Really? Uh, how about Tanya Harding? Maybe. What did she get suspended from? Uh, when she was well, hang on. No, I know what she did. Yeah. But what, what do you suspend her from? I guess the Olympic trial. Like what? What? She's a fucking figure skater. Who gives a flying <laughs> fuck? All right, it, was a, it was a big story though. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, Pete Rose. Uh, that was going to be the one. Have we ever, I, have we ever talked about P Rose before? I'm, I'm I don't know I if I've ever got on the last show. I don't. Do we really get your opinion though on like what you? Oh yeah, we did. That's right. Because we were talking about yeah. people betting on themselves and stuff. Yeah, I don't care in the U.S. Let, let him. Okay, if he if he bets <laughs> on himself to lose, that's a different story. But True. I don't think he did that. Anyway, uh, number two is Muhammad Ali. Okay, that's a good one. And then number one was. The Chicago Black, Scott, Black Sox scandal. Do you know about oh, this? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Damn, that was almost 100 years ago. I know, right? 